Do you want to hear the greatest story? Yeah, I do. Oh my god, Bon Jovi sound checking. We got to see this. But then we hear um the guy whistling to a microphone. Yeah, it was John, and he goes, "The kids can stay." We're like, "Oh, cool." <laughs> nice. Thanks, thanks, Johnny. It was a small theatre, and we went upstairs, and there was a photo of Dire Straits, who did their very first rock blast there in 1982, oh, wow. which was just so cool. So these bikies got in touch with us, give us 500 bucks so you don't get your singer back. <laughs> Holy shit. Welcome everyone, you are listening to the Art of Touring podcast. This is an interview style podcast where I talk with musicians, performers and sometimes wrestlers. I am your host, the Sizz Dog. Oh, a bit of a stretch. <laughs> Thanks for joining me. Wow, what a week. I've, uh, I've been recording a bunch of interviews uh, this week uh, to prepare for production week at work. Not sure if I've mentioned this um, on the pod or not, but uh, this year the school is putting on uh, Grease, the musical, and as the set designer and the, the backstage manager, um, the third week in June is traditionally the busiest working week of the year for the Sears Dogs. So uh, if I sound particularly tired in the intros and the outros over the next couple of weeks, it's because I probably recorded them during production week and... My gosh, it gets pretty hectic. Oh, man. But let's switch gears now to this week on the pod. I caught up with Tom and Jim from the band Sheriff. The boys and I shared a couple of beers and swapped stories from the road. Most notably, the boys uh, reminisce about uh, the time they had to hitchhike on a fishing boat to get to their gig on French Island. So stick around for that one. It is a doozy. Art of Touring is brought to you every single Wednesday. You can listen to Art of Touring on iTunes or on the Google Podcasts app on your Android device and on Spotify as well. Uh, remember, Art of Touring is part of the A Lot of Green podcast network uh, and you can check out all the other awesome podcasts on their network at www.alotofgreen.com.au you. There is some coarse language uh, in this week's episode, so if you are listening with kids, it might be a good idea to throw on uh, Bob the Butler, <laughs> not Bob the Builder, Bob the Butler, and uh, once they're dropped off at the play centre, put Art of Touring back on. Now let's take a moment to hear from this week's sponsor. Episode 60 of The Art of Touring is brought to you this week by The Human Fund. Do you work for a company that celebrates the tradition of giving gifts to your co-workers but you're too cheap to buy them a real gift? Then give them the gift of a fake charitable donation to the Human Fund. The Human Fund. Money for people. How'd it go with that girl? Great. I'm going out with her tomorrow night. How'd it go with the cocktail, Frank? Great. Ate the entire platter. Had to call in sick today. Didn't you call in sick yesterday? Hey, I work for Kruger Industrial Smoothing. We don't care and it shows. You got open your mail here? Hey, at least I'm bringing something to this. Have you seen me? Nope. Ooh, something from Watley. See? You give and you get. This holiday season, a donation has been made in your name to the Children's Alliance. Oh, that's nice. I got him Yankee tickets. He got me a piece of paper saying I've given your gift to someone else. To a children's charity. Don't you see how wrong that is? Where's your Christmas spirit? An eye for an eye! Hey. Hey, check this out. I got to give uh, Christmas presents to everyone down at Kruger, so I'm pulling a Watley. A donation has been made in your name to the Human Fund. What is that? Made it up. 
<laughs> the human fund. Money for people. What do you think? It has a certain understated stupidity. Just so you know, Art of Touring is hosted by Wooshka. If you'd like to listen on your desktop, you can just Google Art of Touring and follow the links all the way through to the Wooshka homepage. Uh, Before I get into my conversation with Tom and Jim, I'd like to share with you some of their music. This is a track off their new album. It's called The Devil's Tongue. Check it out. There we go. I wish I could show you more, guys. But if you want to hear more, you've got to get yourself down to the album launch on Friday night. Now let's hear my conversation with Tom and Jim from Sheriff. And I'll see you on the other side. Guys, good to, to yeah, get going. Yeah. Sweet. Cheers. Cheers. Welcome, everyone. You are listening to the Art of Touring podcast. We're sitting here in Siriani Studios. It's cold outside. I've got a cold beer in hand, but it's warm because I've got the heater on, the $15 Target heater, I might add. And sitting in front of me this evening is Jim and Tom from Sheriff. Jim is the bass player and Tom is the guitar theremin and vocals. They both sing. Oh my God, is there anything you boys can't do? Welcome. How you going? I'm great. Hello. All good. Well, it's yeah. good to be here. Yeah. It is nice and warm in here. Yes. 15 bucks it's cozy. It's good. Yeah. Very cozy. I was, I, at the start of, well, not the start of winter, it was, was I, mean, I don't know what happened this year in Melbourne, but I feel like it got cold real quick. Mm. And I had a guest coming around, and it was cold. I was like, oh, the studio's going to be freezing. I better, I, I ran out to Target and just bought this $15 little thing. And hey, it, it's yeah, all right, isn't it? That's a job. It's perfect. Yeah, we're yeah. toasting. Toasting yeah. here. There you go. So, yeah, the boys from Sheriff, we've got two, two thirds of the band in the house tonight. Who's missing? 
Callum. Callum. Callum, the drummer. The drummer. Yeah, always right. the drummer. Shout out to Callum. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll we'll see you at the show, I'm sure. Get a Cal. I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if he's not there, there'd be a drama, wouldn't there? Did we I tell actually, him? Did we tell him about the show? Surely. <laughs> it's funny. I actually did a show, and we were all we were all going to the gig. What I think it. It wasn't. Yes, it was the EP launch of my band, and oh. the drummer left the band on the night. Oh! And he just messages, "Oh, I can't do it, boys. I'm leaving the band." And so oh. we literally just had to just we just played without a drummer. We just had to do the thing. That's and was rough. Like, it was bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not trying to put the kibosh on Saturday night, but yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, Callum, don't do don't do that. <laughs> You got, got through it though. Yeah, we got through it. You know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We had, we had a good laugh afterwards. And you ever talked to that drummer again? I didn't. No. no. He, he pops up odd. on the odd that. Yeah. <laughs> he pops up on the people you may know on Facebook every now and then. I go, I do know him. I'm not reaching out to him though. You know. Oh shit. So if you're listening, you know, sorry, brother, but yeah, that was that was a dog move. Uh, speaking of dogs, also you might um, hear some whimpering or some uh, chattering or some biting of the microphone. Yes. <laughs> during uh, the interview because we have oh, I'm going to get the name wrong again Esma Esme Esme uh, we've yes. got Esme and how old is Esme oh, she's about she's about about uh, three and a half months I think. fantastic half four months little puppy dog and what kind of dog is Esme she's kind of a uh, sausage dog cross Jack Russell oh yeah. okay dash hound Jack Russell type is that a common Mix or is that uncommon? No, nah, I've never heard of it before. I've never heard of it either. Mm. No, so uh, yeah, it works though. It works. Yeah, Very it adorable. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> fantastic. It's uh, yeah. My partner's favourite kind of dogs are dash hounds, mm. and mine are generally Jack Russells. So that was a perfect combination. Perfect combination. We just stumbled across her as well, wasn't it? Yeah, it wasn't like no. that. The dog just kind of came to you. You yeah. were seeking it out. Yeah, yeah. we actually um. We were looking for a cat uh, at the end of last year, and we just kept going to you know pet store after pet store, just couldn't find one, and so I'd just pretty much given up, you know, because I wanted a very specific cat. I wanted a bloke cat because I have a, all girls in my house. I've got twin girls. My wife's obviously a girl, yeah. and I've got a cat who's a girl yeah. already. I'm like, I need a boy cat, <laughs> you know. Kept going to cat place after cat place, never found one, and I just gave up. And then my my daughter were you know driving to my my parents' place, and she said, oh. There's a pet store, won't we go in? I said, well, we've got some time to kill. Why not? Whatever. We're not going to find anything. We go in there and we find Abe. Ah, nice. two-year-old dog. Sorry, cat rather. And uh, it said on the poster, like the information, good for kids, but over 10 years old. We're like, oh, okay. Our girls are not even five. There's no way. They're going to let us adopt this cat. Look at this cat. We're out the door. And then the, the person who works there goes... Oh, oh, you're leaving. You were looking at Abe. I'm like, yeah, but, you know, the poster says, you know, no good for kids under 10 and you know, my girls aren't even five. And she's like, oh, don't worry about that. Yeah. <laughs> Abe loves everybody. Yeah. Like, oh, really? Abe! Abe! <laughs> so, long story short, we got Abe and he, he kind of chose us. Abe. So, there you go. So, that's what that's we've lovely. got. So, nice. little mate here with us. So, let's uh, let's begin, guys, with um, with, uh, with with Tom first. I'm going to ask you, mate, uh, where, where are you from? Where did you grow up? I grew up in a little town called Lockington. Which is up in the kind of regional, northern regional Victoria. Okay. And then uh, followed by Echuca. Oh, we went up to Echuca. Yeah, so on the Murray River. Yeah. So I'm yeah, essentially from the Murray River, border border of New South Wales and Victoria. Right. 
and you're all the way up there for um, like your primary school and your senior school life, or yeah, primary school in the in Lockington. Mm-hmm. Oh, and pop then it, and then senior school up in yeah, another half an hour up the road in Echuca. Yeah, made right. the big move. Yeah, <laughs> and um, when did you um, when did music start calling to you? Was it at a younger age, or not until you're in the teenage years? When when did you figure out you were into music? In a yeah, certainly a younger age. Mm-hmm. In that, in in the small town of Lockington, I think there was an old piano yeah. in the back shed, which yeah. which never, I don't know. I think Dad had acquired it from a a great aunt somewhere Got or something. Chance. And, yeah, right. Yeah, I started banging away on that in the shed. Yeah, and then until it was moved inside, and then it kind of just continued from there. Right, some piano lessons off old Mrs. Ross. Mrs. Ross? Yes. Fantastic. She would come to your place and... No, that, that was at school. That was at Lockington Consolidated Primary School. Yeah, yeah. And then went on from there. Yeah. And so, and then you made the transition from uh, the piano to the guitar at some point? Yes. Early, early high school. Maybe about year eight. Oh, yeah. And I always regret giving up the piano. The, the piano, yeah. I think yeah. I was put off... After Mrs. Ross had a Audrey, uh, which was... She was an all, uh, even more elderly lady once I moved to Echuca. And it, was right. all, it was all very strict. Ah, um, uh, okay. With the theory. It was much fun. Did. Yeah. But, yeah. And then I, I kind of gave it away because that put me off. But uh, afterwards... Yeah. It probably happens to a lot of people. But afterwards, I regretted you know, giving up. Giving it up. Yeah. Yeah. Like I would have... Uh, yeah, Jim and, Jim and I met in Melbourne studying music. Yeah, yeah. But I would have, you know, if I had it stuck with kind of stuck that, with it, that, you, that could have learning. been another string to your bow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, there you go. And so, Jim, where where are you from, mate? Where did you grow up? I grew up on the Murray as well, but uh, oh. also on the border of New South Wales in Victoria, mm-hmm. but in Albury, Wodonga, mm. in Albury. And yeah, grew up there. Yeah, moved to Melbourne after high school. Yeah, right. Yeah. And did you always play bass through high school or did you play other instruments as well? Or? Uh, no, I mainly played bass. I like, grew up learning bass. Yes. Well, in high school playing bass. Yes. And then just sort of uh, started playing other instruments and stuff like that, but just always learned bass. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah cool. Um, and uh, uh, Tom, can I ask you, were you in a band in high school? Absolutely. Oh, Jim? Oh. I was looking at Jim yeah. and I asked Tom. <laughs> I'm, I'm losing my mind. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll go to Tom now. Yeah, yeah, back to Tom. Yeah. Back to Tom. Um, yeah, were you in a band in high school? I certainly was. Yeah, can you tell us the name of the band? I would love to. <laughs> yeah, what was it? <laughs> Nailed to the floor. Nailed to the floor. Yeah. Yes. Fantastic. That is great. Yeah. It's one of my favourite questions on the Art of Touring because, yeah, everyone was in a band in high school. If you're a muso, anyway, you know. I've had wrestlers and performers and DJs and not everyone has played in a band in high school, but those who have, they always have that name and I always get a a real good kick out of it. Nailed to the floor. What was the thought behind that one? Um, It was just heaviness and teenage angst. Yeah, right. Yeah, nailed to the floor. Yeah. Yeah. Get off! I think... I think uh, I think one of the other contending names was Hatchet Axe, mm-hmm. <laughs> like A C T S Hatchet Axe. Oh. Hatchet Axe, yeah, love it. Which ended up being a song from Nail to the Floor. Oh, really? Yeah. Hatchet Axe, it was a hatchet. Hatchet Axe, it was a hatchet. 
That's fantastic. Is it on the new record? It should be. That's a, that's a hooky track. <laughs> I love it. And what about Jim, mate? Were you, um, were you in a band in high school? Did it have just as an impressive name? I was. Uh, I don't really remember the band name yeah. from high school. Yeah. Don't think it was as good as Nail to the Floor. Nail to the Floor, yeah. Like room 8 or something? No, no. So then no, I was no, in a band no. called Agent 99. That's it. Ah, okay. Yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah. That was just after high school, though. Oh, that was just after yeah, high school. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool, cool. That was good times. Good times, man. Um, did you have a, well, did you yeah, have a high school band? I did, yeah. Um, so the first one was called um, X-Rated Jumping Castle. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yes. Waterbed. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> because what else would you call your band yeah. in, in yeah. 1996? <laughs> yeah. um, and then eventually, I think we did one gig under that, you know, um, banner. Uh, but then eventually, I think we, we changed the name to Hemoglobin, which is the stuff that attaches itself to the red blood cells yeah, to provide blood, oxygen yeah. to the body. Yeah, yeah, very scientific. Nice. But we just thought it sounded cool, yeah. you know, Hemoglobin, you know. <laughs> and there was a... Um, there was a there was a, a a Mr Bean skit where um there he's I think he's taken maybe it wasn't Mr Bean no no it was a Rowan Atkinson skit sorry where he's playing a teacher and he's calling out all the names of the kids and they're all like these weird names <laughs> and one of them was Hemoglobin you know <laughs> and no one puts their hand up <laughs> we're like oh that that'd be a good name for a band and hence Hemoglobin yeah. Um, oh, there you go. So playing in bands in high school, um, getting lessons on the piano, getting lessons on the guitar, the drums, um, and then you uh, start playing music outside of school. You find yourselves, you know, playing music outside of school. Um, Jim, you mentioned that was, there was a band when you left school. What was the name of that one again? Agent 99. Agent 99. And you yeah. were playing bass in that band as yeah. well? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Was that an original band? Yeah, it was an original band. Oh, right yeah, on. We yeah, did, um, we did a fair few gigs. Yeah. We were really lucky. So, sort of around that time, there was a pub in Albury called Soden's. And they used to, yeah, it was the best. Yeah. And it was just this beautiful time because Albury's sort of in between Melbourne and Sydney. Mm. A lot of bands would come and play in Albury on a Thursday night and, and stuff like that. So, right. we actually played a lot of great gigs. Yeah. A lot, a lot of fun. There's a lot of, like, a lot of really good metal bands at the time as well in Albury. Mm -hmm. And I think like, we were one of the few that weren't super metal. Which right. is which was you know worked out really well for us. Yeah, yeah. We played a lot of gigs with metal bands and they showed us up a lot. But no, it was great. Yeah, right. Yeah. Just lots of shredding and yelling. Should talk about uh, mention metal night at Sodens. Ah, oh, metal night at Sodens. It was also like there was DJ Debs. She would also like just DJ metal all night. Oh, oh right. Sodens was the best. You talk to anyone from Albury? Yes. Ask them about Sodens. So many good things. Just good memories all uh, around. Well, memories. <laughs> well. <laughs> Intentions. We were there. You were there, yeah. And you kind of remember what happened yeah. sometimes. Yeah, the yeah. gist of it. Yeah, nice one, <laughs> nice one. Wow. Um, and uh, what, what about you, uh, Tom? Uh, what did you, where did you end up after high school? Did you continue with Nail to the Wall or that kind of disbanded after high school? Nail what to happened? The, nail to the Floor. Nail, nail to, to the, the Floor, floor. sorry. Yeah. I said Wall. Oh, my God. No, that's all right. That's yeah. all right. Um, no, that, uh, we disbanded. Yeah. I think we disbanded pretty quickly after our, <laughs> our first recording in year nine. Yeah, oh. right. We still, we still jammed with mates here and there. Then I stuck around in Chuka for a year after high school. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, as well as working at the local Safeway there. Oh, yeah. Produce department. In the produce department, yes. yes. 
Uh, earned a buck on weekends playing in a, a covers duo. Oh, yes. Which was a, with a lady. It was called the Melissa duo. Right. Playing, <laughs> playing a, with a lady much older than me who kind of sang with you know MIDI backing tracks. and Yeah. And... Uh, all that kind of gear. Yeah, it was good though because every weekend I'd play a gig, put all that money away. Yes. With the intention of making the move to Melbourne, the big move to Melbourne, easier. Right. At the end of the year. Of course. Did it? And I just pissed it all away. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> as soon as I got, you know, I saved it for Melbourne, but it was gone pretty quickly. Yeah, right. Mainly after meeting this bloke. This, this, <laughs> this bloke here. This bloke here. Yeah, yeah pretty much did the same thing. <laughs> Worked yeah. for a whole year. Saved all my pretty pennies. Yes. To try to get down to Melbourne as well. Yeah. Yeah. This is before you guys met? Yeah. 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 yeah right. Moved to Melbourne and yeah, spent lots of it very quickly. Mm. Good times. Well, because you probably didn't set yourself up like straight away. So you're just kind yeah. of eating into your savings and that's what's going to happen, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Far out, man. <laughs> yeah. And so you mentioned you yeah. worked at the, the Coles and the produce department. Um, did you ever have a, a, a gig as well, um, Jim, like before, before yeah, you came down? Yeah, I had, a, I had a fair few jobs. Yeah. I worked in a used car yard. Oh, really? Yeah. That washing, would have been washing crazy. Washing cars. Washing cars as well? Well, just washing cars. Oh, not selling them, washing <laughs> no, them. No, no, not no, selling no, them. No, 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 no. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, which was, it was a good job in the summer, pretty rough in the winter. Yeah. I did work for Safeway for a while. Yeah. Worked at a music store in Albury, Custom Music. Custom Music? Custom Music, yeah. I've Did always you? wanted to work at a music store. And through through my like late teens, early 20s, I worked as a singing teacher, but never yeah. behind the desk, like yeah. selling the strings, right? Yeah. That's the gig, right? Yeah, you know? yeah it, was all, it was good. I only had to work one day a week for that job. Yeah, so yeah. It was just Saturday mornings, yeah, which was right. pretty good. There was, and they were pretty lenient with me yeah. as a just newly 18-year-old who's just finished school. Yeah. Would get in there pretty rough on a Saturday morning. But then there was, the other two guys were always pretty rough as well. Yeah, right. Do you remember this ad? I don't know if it was just a country Victoria thing. You you would have got similar uh, TV stations to what I did, or if it was nationwide, but I don't even know what it was advertising. It was, it was either for a, could have been, I don't know what it was advertising, but basically it was, there was it was a scene of a backyard suburban, backyard barbecue, right? And this guy's like, uh, "So Phil, what do you do for a living?" He goes, "Ah, uh, I'm a used car salesman." Sharon, get the kids inside. <laughs> <laughs> it, it must have been for a um, you know a used car place that's good. Ah, oh, right, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, you know don't. Do you remember that? Eh? No, I do not. I'm no. sorry. Oh, that was one of my favourites. Shannon, Shannon, get the kids inside. <laughs> Brilliant. Me and my lady had like a, a ten-year long argument about a jingle, about a TV jingle. It was yeah. about Roth Newton. Um, or, or was it audio or loungers? I think it's loungers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I thought um, the jingle ended. Um, uh, on the tonic, like down the bottom, like R O T H Newton down there, right? Yeah. And she just swore black and blue that it was R O T H Newton up the top, right? I'm like, it's not. It's down the bottom, right? And so the ad's long gone off TV. You can't find it. We're searching YouTube like every six months to a year. The conversation would come up. We'd put it in YouTube. No one had uploaded it. Yeah. It came up again maybe two weeks ago. I'm like. Let's just check. Let's see if we can finish this debate. We put it in, 
and it comes up. Oh, yes. And we're oh. like, oh, who's going to be yeah. right? You're right. We're just chomping at the bit to find <laughs> out. And it was a fucking harmony. Yes. <laughs> I was oh, hoping beautiful. that was going to be the so, <laughs> I was hearing the bottom part and she yeah. was hearing the top part. I was like, oh, that's it's so insane. Perfect. But yeah, you know? that is the perfect result. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> there you go. R O T H New Ten. Do you remember there was one ad that I've been trying to find late? Oh, not lately, for a few years. Mm. I think it was a beer ad. No, it was a Ute ad. Ah. Oh. And like they're at the pub, they're all sitting there, like hanging out. Anyway, the phone rings, and the guy picks it up, and he's like standing there, he's like, What? Are you joking? <laughs> the beer truck, the, the bridge is out. The beer truck can't get through. <laughs> you're joking. Yeah. Oh, you're joking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, I think it's, it's a truck ad, because in the truck, like. Yeah, the bridge is down. Yeah. The, the beer truck can't get through. Yeah, yeah I remember perfect. that. That ad was so good, right? Like, the can't bridge is down. It. The beer truck can't get through. <laughs> You're joking. <laughs> <laughs> and then what? The truck, then like the, the ute then like... It fixes the oh bridge God. somehow. Oh, does it fix the bridge or does it pull the pub? <laughs> right. <laughs> no, I can't remember. Because that wouldn't have gotten them anywhere. Because the that water would still so be in the middle. Good. I've, yeah. I've never heard that one, but now Look I'm obsessed it. with finding find it. it. Yeah, we have to try and Tell find me it. Tell me when you do. Yes, <laughs> you want to know. I would have You're joking. I would You're love uh, to get a job as a jingle writer. Right? It okay. would be the best gig, getting to write <laughs> jingles for yeah. a living. Here's the brief. All right, it's beer. Uh, it's, oh. uh, you know, it's, it's got a, um, you know, a dog on the front of it. Yeah. We're calling it... Um, you know, thirsty dog, c- yeah. c- come up with us with a jingle. You've got three days. Yeah. You know what I mean? Get it done in twenty minutes. Best. Yeah, it'd be oh, so good. Thirsty dog beer. Yeah. Um. Now you don't want to chew on those because then the podcast will be come all here, over. Come here, mate. You beautiful girl. Right, it's mate. Hey, you can chew on my leg all you want. That's fine. There you go. Go to Jimbo. Oh, sorry. Do you get Jimbo? Or was it just strictly I get whatever? Jim? Just you know, James. James. Whatever. Jim. James. Yes. It's all good. Just not let, no, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> hey, um, all right, so we've covered the um, you know the the rising you know of uh, of, of you two gentlemen um, in in uh, up in uh, uh, near you know the Murray River you know right on the Murray River right on the Murray the mighty River. Murray. Do you ever get back up there oh. at all? See family and all that, or, or not that often, or uh, sometimes a bit. Yeah, a I'd like bit. to go back more. Yeah, it's always yeah. busy. It's always pretty busy. It's beautiful this time of year. To get up there. Yeah, it's yeah. cold, but, you know, clear. Yeah, yeah. Beautiful. Aubrey's lovely at the moment, actually. I've never done a gig in Aubrey, but I've done a few gigs in a, in a Chuka. Yeah. And it's always Where really nice. Um, on on the one of the boats. Yeah, yeah. Oh. The, um, the Emmy Lou. Paddle steamers. Them, yeah. yeah, yeah, the paddle steamers. Yeah, I did like a wedding gig on one of them yeah. once. It was great. Just going up and down the Murray, you know, oh. on the boat. Yeah. And they had a cheesecake. So not yeah. this traditional sweet cheesecake. It was it was wheels of cheese. Yes, as the wedding cake. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, no, I, I love going up there. It's great. It's a great town. My, yeah. my brother's wedding had a cheesecake. Late One last of those year. ones. Yeah, yeah. Made, made for the best Sunday session. Did you yeah. play late last year? No, it wasn't no. the same gig. <laughs> Can you imagine? Was yeah. it the Pevensey? Did you play on the Pevensey? I think it was the Emmy Lou. Yeah, the that, Emmy that Lou. name certainly rings a bell. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so there you go. And so you come down here, and then went, let's maybe go now to when you guys actually met. We started playing in a band together called Sheriff. Oh, there was a band prior. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, Tell, yes. Let's hit that first. Yeah. <laughs> 
called Dirty Scoundrel. Dirty Scoundrel. Mm. Great band. Great band. band. Four-piece. I missed that band. Yeah, it was good. Good riffs, good grooves. We had Tom and myself, Mm -hmm. uh, Dylan Stewart on keys and did some singing, and Wayne Katz on drums. Yeah. South African mate of ours was just incredible. Hey, he was an incredible drummer. Just uh, always, he really taught me, yeah, like moving to Melbourne as a 19-year-old. We can pause it if you want. Do you want to see if Danielle would like to take old mate into the main house? Or I I think I'd prefer to keep him here. I'd I'd feel worse if... um, Are you sure? She might cause an absolute ruckus. No, no, no. Danny's great with, with animals. What do you say? Do you want to go to the main house? Hey, no, you want to keep chewing on my, on my. Yeah. Oh yeah, you do want to chew on me, don't you? You love life. I should have brought a. Should have brought a toy. A toy? Yes, you of got course. Any, uh, you got any? Yeah, da- we got some cat toys. <laughs> <laughs> you got any I'll, double uh, double mankinds or double? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Get yeah. Well, these are actually all doubles. They can yeah. chew on the Ultimate Warrior. No, no, no. <laughs> I saw the Ultimate Warrior um, in person. Oh really? Yeah, when I was, <gasps> I would it would have been two thousand. I was in year seven, and there was the uh, Legends of Wrestling something at Rod Laver Arena. Do yeah. you remember that one? Yeah, Rod, um, Dennis Rodman was Came, in the main event. That would have been WCW. No, no, it was. Oh, it was. A, oh, it was like a, you a know. mishmash of everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The right. Ultimate Warriors there. Oh my god! And Dennis Rodman was in there. And Dennis Rodman, that is wild. <laughs> hey. Um, Oh, that's so excitable. Yeah, he's, he's cer- she's, she's certainly excitable. chirpy, isn't she? Yeah, yeah. Um, so what was the name of the band we were just talking about? Was- Dirty Scandal. Dirty Scandal, yeah. And so you're going through the lineup. And so did those guys release like an EP, an album, anything like that? No, we never no. did. Nothing. Played a few shows. I think we recorded a couple of songs here and there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But never anything down. No, we used to play at the Greyhound. Oh, Damn yeah, the Greyhound's a great right. venue, man. Yeah. Love that place. That was great fun. Yeah. The Saint. The Played Saint? Up, yeah, first yeah. gig at the Saint. Corner of Fitzroy or Ackland Street? Yeah, I know where it is. Yeah. They did bands yeah, there. Yeah, they did. They used to do bands. Well, they did yeah. like more R&B kind of stuff yeah. there. But I think, they did. I think they, tried to, I think they went to do bands. Oh, for and then we bit played and, and they got in there and they stopped. <laughs> <laughs> they stopped pretty quickly. Like, like, what you know, is going on? probably more our thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, oh, there you go. And um, yeah, well, and so and so that that was the end of that band, and then it was Sheriff. Yes, that's right. Right, right, right. Well, the day Jim and I met, I, so we were studying music uh, at, the, at the same place. We walked in, and I was in a. I was in a, an old school Hell's Bells yeah. ACDC shirt. Oh, really? Yeah, and. <laughs> oh, no. oh, where's me? Is the backyard secure? Uh, no, yeah, that, he could, she could get out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> yes. there's, there's holes in like pretty Is much it, every fence. No, we have cats. <laughs> <laughs> and the cats live inside. They don't. Uh, they 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 don't go outside. So yeah. 
Oh, it's just a yeah. shame because we've got all these leads. So, so yeah. Art of Touring listeners, just so I can paint a picture here, we've yeah. got um, little Esme here. And um, uh, I've got all the leads at my feet. And the leads are, are, are quite integral to the podcasting uh, environment. And the future of the podcast. Yes, indeed, yes. <laughs> so, um, uh, yes, yeah, so Esme was trying to give him a bit of a chew with, with the old uh, 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 canines there. but um, Razor well, Canine canines. Yeah, she's been nipping at me a little bit. I'll a little bit, but, you know, puppies yeah. do that. And they're trying to figure oh. stuff out. And she's so adorable. Oh, so adorable? Yeah, you can't be you can't be mad at her. No, you can't. You physically can't. Mm. <laughs> if, yeah, it's a, a, a simple... Anything to chew would... Um, All right, cool. Would I'll give it a little up. bit of a pause. We'll okay. be back in just a moment, <laughs> Art of Turing listeners. Pausing. Okay, we are back, Art of Turing listeners. Um, uh, it was adorable having the puppy in here, but unfortunately, you probably could hear we were a little bit distracted. Yeah. So now we can kind of chill and, um, and get back on track. Um, and, and it's time for beer number two. Um, so, yeah, we were talking about uh, the band. Now you, you've, you've, you've formed Sheriff and you start playing together. Mm. And was it always a three-piece Sheriff or at one point there was more members, less members? Always a three-piece. Yeah? Yeah. Was it, yeah. St- was it still the same um, lineup as you had when you started? or Different drummer. Different drummer? Different drummer. Yeah. God rest Josh's soul. No, uh, we had a different ju- uh, different drummer mm-hmm. named Josh Oates. Mm-hmm. Glorious human being, but just didn't... Didn't work out. Didn't No, not he just didn't, you know, didn't enjoy it as much as he thought he could, you know, he wanted to. It became yeah, disillusioned yeah. with rock and roll. Yeah. Yeah. And he moved away. Ah. Far, far away. To uh, a cheese farm, yeah. To work on a cheese farm. <laughs> <laughs> really? That's, that's not yeah. made up. Yeah. You couldn't make that up. <laughs> a cheese farm. Yeah. Fantastic. Were they farm cheese? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah. Wow. No, I, I played yeah. in the, uh, uh, the one of the first in, incarnations of the Passouts back in two thousand and five, six, when I first started the band. Uh, AJ, amazing guitar player, and he just went away. To the yeah. NT. Yeah. And just works in a restaurant and... It is really lovely up there. He just loves it up there. Yeah. yeah. He's come back a, a handful of times whenever he does. We, we get to hang out and that, but, nice. you know, bands are like, uh, you know, marriages. Sometimes you break up. Yeah. Or maybe not marriages, because that, that's a bit of a bleak outlook, but, you know, relationships. Relationships, <laughs> relationships of course, yes. It's only sometimes. It's only sometimes, <laughs> yes. It's always that, that great adage, you know, you know, 50% of our marriages... Last forever. <laughs> <laughs> you think it's ending divorce? No, it's last forever. But, uh, oh, great gag. Although we're a three-piece, we're performing as an 11-piece this Friday. No, really? Yes. 11-piece? Mm. Oh, yeah. this, this album launches uh, Sheriff and their Rock and Roll Orchestra present the album in full. Whoa. Yes. That's crazy. It's a lot of people. A lot of people. Mm. So, so excited. What, so run me down the lineup. What what have you got? Who's going to be there? It's me and Tom. <laughs> Callum. Callum. He's the new drummer. Yes. Uh, a second guitarist for <laughs> the mm-hmm. first time ever. Just doubling up on some of those riffs. and I'm always trying to play two parts at once. Yep. Who's playing the guitar? Uh, Neil Wilkinson. Neil Wilkinson. Plays, uh, Plays in guitar. Fluff. Fluff and red coats, ex red coats, ex red coats. Yeah, there you go. And yeah. uh, expense P. Jones, guitarist. Oh, that's right. Ex, <laughs> is not amazing guitarist? He's done a few gigs, yes, with a few different bands. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Then we have a uh, four piece horn section. 
Okay, so now we're up to eight. French horn, tenor yep. saxophone. Yep. Uh, trumpet and trombone. And trombone. Wonderful. Uh, two backing vocalists. Wow. And a synth player. Mm-hmm. And there's yeah. no magic number 11. Yeah. Electric piano, organ, synth. Tone. And we brought lasers as well. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is going to be quite the be affair. Lasers. And it, what's the venue again? The Thornbury Theatre. The Thornbury Theatre, where they do the wrestling. Where they do the MCW. Well, <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> I actually popped in there. I was walking down High Street to go see a gig on Saturday night. I went, holy shit, MCW's on tonight. Because yes. previously they only did once a year ballroom brawl there. Yeah. Which we normally yeah, attend been, annually. But now I think more of their... regularly. Yeah, more of their regular, you know, like Monday, right, Monday Night Raw style... Yeah, weekly shows are happening weekly actually shows. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just there um, uh, to see uh, Bruce Pritchard's live podcast, but right. it wasn't actually released as a podcast. It was more of a live conversation, and he said that at the beginning of the of the. Um, night, he's like, this isn't going to be recorded. This is the stuff I can't say on the podcast. Ooh. We're like, oh, okay, this is going to be, we're going to get the real story here. And then he was just going on about all these, you know, stories about drugs and fucking this and that. And we're like, geez, no shit, you can't talk about this on the <laughs> podcast. You fucking wouldn't have a podcast, man. Because this is some pretty wild shit. Yeah, red. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, nuts. But it's a beautiful theatre. But we, we were upstairs. Is that where you guys will be? Up in that up top area or yeah. am I thinking yeah up there yeah in the main main area ballroom. the 1920s regal beautiful ballroom. beautiful yeah. yeah oh that's cool well we will get to the um, album launch but before yes, then yes, yes. Um, I want to talk a little bit more about the history of the band so yeah you, you start the band and um, uh, what was like the the initial idea for the band because if anyone who hasn't s- uh, heard or seen the music of Sheriff could you maybe just explain it to us um, you know in a nutshell so what style is it Southern psychedelic horror blues rock Southern psychedelic horror blues rock mm. yes. yes where's the horror element uh, in the themes that you're thinking about yeah quite th- yeah yeah lots of themes lots of tritones fair bit of like I don't know. Theremin. Make it, theremin, make it as dramatic as we can. You mentioned that you have the theremin in the, in the mix as well. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's just a, it's just a lot of spooky stuff. Spooky riffs and spooky things. So there's the horror and, element yeah, yeah. and blues mm. and yeah, psychedelic stuff. Yeah, cool. Because I remember um, uh, the, my, my previous band that I was in, we, we did a show with you guys um, at the, uh, the Gasso. Mm-hmm. Yes. And to m- promote the show, you guys made up a jingle. Gonna yes. have a good time, yes. gonna have, have a, a party. party. Sheriff 7 in <laughs> launch on Friday. <laughs> At the Gasso Hotel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, some of my favourite memories on the road with Smokestack was literally just singing that song in the tour van yeah. <laughs> over and over again. Mango Wurzel, Smokestack Rhino, mezzanine performances from BJ Morris Uncle. Yes, yes, <laughs> Special remember. prize calling the draft for a real good time. <laughs> you remember it, I love it. It's gonna be so, gonna be so hot. Blow your thermometer. Friday, July thirty first, gasometer. You best get down if you don't gotta come. You can stick it up your bum. Stick it up your bum. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. 
Oh gosh, and that that video still lives on on, on the YouTube. So if yes. anyone does want to r- reminisce about that um, brilliant jingle, they can. <laughs> and so, um, yeah, where does all that kind of like comedy and stuff come from? Like, do you is that just like a natural thing where you think, oh, you know, people might have a bit of a laugh about this. You know, we'll put it in the in the promotion of the show. Does that actually uh, bleed into your your music as well, or is that more for the promo stuff? I think it's sort of it's. I don't know. Like the the comedy side of things is sort of more the performance side of things we do. Yeah. yeah. Like there's still a bit of, you know, there's a you know a fair few sort of cliches and tongue in cheek stuff we do musically. Mm-hmm. I just think it's sort of you know I think we just sort of came to the idea where it's don't like there's nothing too like there's nothing I don't know why not like being a bit cliche is so uncool. Yeah, I don't really care either, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we're just like having fun with it. Yeah, that's yeah. it, definitely. Yeah. yeah. And like if we can't if you you know, if we took ourselves too seriously, yeah. we wouldn't have fun with it. Well yeah. that's it. Yeah. yeah. We wouldn't have this band. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. We take it We we do we take we take not taking it seriously very seriously. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that's brilliant. We take not taking it seriously very seriously. Brilliant. Far out, man. Um, and so before this full length, you haven't released um, a full length before. This is the first full length album that you guys are putting out. But you yeah. did like some singles and EPs before that. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But this is the first kind of time. Full, full length, yeah. Full length, yeah, yeah nice. Um, and will we get to see any video clips in support of this album? There's been one so far. There's been one. Uh, we released a single last year from it called The Devil's Tongue. It's a very cool, very cool video clip. Animated by Mike Foxell, who yeah. will all be play, also be playing on the night with yeah. Mike Foxell, really? Yeah. 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 Oh, dude, he did all his stuff for Delsinki. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So cool. Because Delsinki knew about him because of old mate Because of Sheriff. you guys, oh. yes. You heard about Sheriff that time? Because <laughs> 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 uh, we had, we, uh, he did a, f- a f- clip for a Sheriff song from our first EP called Simon Young, yeah. which Josh, who went to the cheese farm, uh, wrote. <laughs> And uh, we got onto him. Oh, it's a pop cap. Oh, it is a pop cap. Here's me trying to un- yeah, unwind yeah. it, but old mate's got the light here and he sorted me out. Thanks, champ. Jim was watching Rage at three in the morning one night and this crazy animation came on. It's <gasps> amazing. Yeah. By a band called the Neptune Power Federation. What a name. Perfect. Yeah. And I um, think I got some, I think I went to the Neptune Power Federation's MySpace at the time. Mm. And saw that they were from New South Wales. New South Wales! That'll bloody. We could go there as well and play some shows. Yeah, (laughs) I want to play with this band. And I wrote to Mike Foxall, said, This is our band. I don't know if you ever travel or if we're going to get up that way sometime, but we'd love to play a show with you. Yeah. And he said. Also, um, who did you clip? Yeah, also, (laughs) who did you clip? And he said, um, uh, We don't actually exist as a performing band, The, the vocalist is in America. Mm. We just kind of re- exist in a re- uh, as a performing band. We were exist in a recording band, but uh, I I did the art and I love his stuff. If you ever want anything done, no shit. Yeah. So then he did. And we did. Some young. Yeah, you did. Yeah. And then a bunch of other mates kind of got on to him after that as well. Yeah. Dalsinki, Sun God Replica, and uh, Monkey as well. You know, yeah. Mon- monkey. No. no. Monkey, he did as well. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. He did a film clip for. Delsinki's song called Monkey. Oh, sorry. Ah. Oh, sorry. And I thought you meant Monkey was an artist. No, 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 no. 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 <laughs> but yeah, because yeah. it's like it's like on a boat and shit. 
Yeah, or yeah. Or am I losing my mind? Yeah, yeah. No, that is him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally Unicorn did one recently with him. Oh, with they did too. Well. But prior to us, ever knowing anything. Oh, wasn't, wasn't there that band, like that, that heavy, like Barbarian or something? Was that them? Did Barbarian. Barbar- yeah. Did Barbarian did one, yeah. As well, with after, him as well. Also after Sheriff Simon Young. Yes. yes. Through yes. us also. Through, yes. uh, through you. It's all because <laughs> of you, mate. Yes. They're all these bands of you to fame. Trendsetters. But, uh, but, yeah. but Mike Foxall had a huge history in artistic yeah. stuff with bands prior to that. He did, did a lot of stuff with Friends or Rom. Right. If he plays in a band called Nancy Vandal. He used to do a lot of gigs with Frenzel. Oh, right. Okay. Yes. There you go. So there's the connection. Punk. Yeah. Anyway, but the Neptune Power Federation then turned into a, t- did turn into a performing band. Oh, they did? Yeah. Mm. Ah. And uh, they summoned a, a singer from this realm and I think from the depths of hell. Shit. <laughs> Really? Also. She's phenomenal. Wow. And so so then could become a, a touring performing band. Performing band. There you go. So it's come full circle there. And they're playing with us at the launch. But at wait, launch. what are we... <laughs> back, back, back. back. History still <laughs> Get back to the... That's okay. We could talk about the launch if you want. Then we might we might swing back around. Yeah, but this, this, this question with Fox's animation did come about. Ah, yes. Simon Young... Yeah. Cheese farm. <laughs> <laughs> Beer yeah. made biting my fingers. <laughs> All of these things. Drove here. We're making a um, <laughs> an audio environment <laughs> even more confusing than it already was. Um, oh, so there you go. And so uh, you guys have been a touring and like performing band now for how long? Like when did the band actually start? We're in 2019 now. I reckon it's, you know, unofficially we're not making a thing of it. But this album release, it, it marks 10 years, it does. It marks 10 years. So 2009, I, you've, you kind of came together with Tom and said, let's start a band. And well, we were, no, I think shit, we were writing in, we were, I think we were writing Sheriff Songs in 2008. Right, okay. Scandal Finish. Yeah. Jim came to me after Scandal Finish and said, Tom... Let's, let's start a rock and roll band. Let's, let's do, do it, it again. Let's do it again. Yep. We need to. And I think yeah. that, I think it was early 2009 was the first gig at Revolver. Yeah, right. On a Wednesday night. Yep. God, they were good gigs. Revolver. Uh, I mean, yeah. other than the what load-in, what a bastard. Yeah, true. But the actual gig was always fun. Good good Thai food, great stage. The stage was insane. Yeah. So big. So big. Luxurious, so big. one would yeah. say. Yeah. Even. yeah. I think it's also like that sort of size stage... Is good for bands just because, like, we started playing on that sort of size, yes, and it sort of gives you like the, the room to move, yeah, man, and really sort of enjoy it as opposed to playing like if you're always playing pokey little stages, you sort of feel always a bit pokey, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. How can you like evolve in as a like and uh, work on your stagecraft, yeah, if you can't even fucking move around, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, I think that really helped us out a bit, yeah, as well, yeah, playing places like the Revolver. Revolver. Revs. Revs. No revs. And they used to do like a Thursday night as well. Yeah. It was great. We had a Mega Brain Wednesdays. We had a mate that was booking there every Wednesday just to do rock and roll bands and stuff. It was great. Wow. There you go. Then we did a residency there when when our Callum joined the band. (laughs) I think we broke him in with a 
A Wednesday night revolver residency. Yeah. Wednesday or Thursday. I think it was a mix of both. Wow. We had two rehearsals and said, now get in. Yeah, yeah. Oh, maybe three. None of us live down there. But the no. residency's great. It really gets you guys, like, gets a band, like, tight. Yeah. It's like you you get to perform each night for a whole month. Yep. Or maybe two months, depending on how long the residency goes. Ooh, not two. Not two, no. <laughs> One is enough. Yeah, yeah. But, guys, I remember I after we, we launched the album with my uh, band, The Pass Outs, we, we did a residency at... Um, uh, Yaya's Yeah But w- that was when they did the music downstairs Now downstairs, they moved it upstairs yeah. It's a little bit harder to it pull was, a crowd It was better It was, it was way, better. way better downstairs Yeah Because people would just walk in And there was live music yeah, You could you hear know. it as you were walking by You're like Oh Exactly There's a band Let's head yes. and check them out And so yeah That was 2014 And like straight after the, the launch um, Because James Young uh, Owns the same joint He was like Oh would you guys want a residency I'm like Yeah yeah, and so we just pumped it and just kept, you know, trying to, to you know, flog our wares um, after that. So that was the experience I had with the residency, and like you were saying, it's just a great opportunity to just kind of get tight. And yeah, really, I mean, not that we we already were because we were working towards the album, but at the same time, it's just a it's a great vibe. The residency, yeah, you got yes. somewhere to go every week. We've done a couple of residencies. Couple think, of great residencies. Yeah, we did the ESPY years and years ago when we did our first EP. Mm-hmm. That was great fun. The Saturday afternoon at the Tote. Oh, Saturday afternoon. Yeah, they were actually the that's bar. yeah in the front bar. In the front bar. Yeah. That's actually right. my favorite. That was my. They were my favorite where, gigs. Where would you do the music at the nah, front bar? Just on the floor, or on the sometimes floor. on the bar. Yeah, but like towards towards where the back room is, or or it's, where the toilets are. It's like changed. where would you actually play? It's changed now. Yeah. Yeah. When we performed, it would be say picture picture the end of the bar. Yeah. The, the face okay. of the jukebox machine. Jukebox machine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it would be, it'd be almost, yeah, in front of the stairs, kind of in between the bar, and oh, there. Yeah. But now for ages, there's a pool got, table there now. Yeah, where the pool table is now. There's a pool. But table, now yeah. it's in front of the front door, the corner door. Yeah. Now they just shut that door. Oh, they shut that door, which makes way more sense because that makes way just, sense. Yeah, that's a cool vibe. God, I like that good fun yeah. night, man. Saturday afternoons. Oh. We did it in the middle of winter. It was yeah, cold. It was a July, I think. Yeah. 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 So it was right. like we'd get there. The first band would start. We'd start playing as the sun was going down. The yes. fireplace would be going. Fire. People were just like, "What are we going to do on Saturday night? Who cares? Let's start here and have a few drinks." Yeah, yeah. They were great. Yeah. yeah. No, the, the Toad is just one of those places that uh, any Melbourne band the last twenty, thirty, however long years it's been going for. You'd be hard pressed to find someone with a, a negative attitude towards mm. that venue, yeah, because yeah. it's just great, you know, it's magic. And, and that pole that they had on the stage for years, uh. you'd be playing, and you either your poor bass player or guitarist was just hidden from everyone because <laughs> it's just this pole. And eventually uh. they got rid of it. I couldn't yeah. believe it. I was like, oh my god, <laughs> the pole's gone! <laughs> I can see everyone. I can see everyone's just luxurious. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Oh gosh, and so um, you guys, uh, have you guys toured around Australia like different festivals and 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 like little tours that you put together for yourselves and stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Where where have you been? Where have you played? We've done we've done a bunch of East Coast runs and then uh, including Tassie or or just separate trips to Tassie. Yeah, and then we've done um, Western Australia. Mm-hmm. It's a, a mining. A mining town. We did it. We did. We went to play some, spend some time in um, Port Hedland. Yep. And then just tied in Perth with that. Hmm. 
and then heaps of um, and then heaps of small runs through regional places. Yeah. The only place we some for somehow haven't played in no Adelaide. Adelaide. No never, Adelaide. Never played in some Adelaide. Some reason. Huh. Adelaide's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Played the weirdest places. We've we played the, the weirdest places. <laughs> but just has never gotten a look in for whatever it's, reason. Yeah. We played in WA, but still Adelaide's too far away. Yeah, yeah. I've never played. I played Adelaide, but I haven't played WA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. well, don't go to Port Hedland. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And of all those tours and all those shows, is there one that kind of sticks out in your mind that you just go, man, that was a gig, hey? That was a good show kind of thing? Uh, there's, uh, there's probably plenty. <clears throat> we, uh, oh, one of the Port Hedland, sh- oh, the, the whole Port Hedland trip was pretty good. Yeah. Because the, there was a pub over there called the Finnegan Island Finnegan Island Club or Finnegan Island something. Mm. Something club. But they they paid for us to fly over there and then play three nights. Dude. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Arbor. How good is that? And then flies to Perth. Yes. Or flies home via Perth, I'm not sure. Yeah, fly, yeah. But after the Friday night, they canned it and wouldn't have us back. <gasps> and they cancelled the yeah. whole thing. Cancelled the whole thing, said we'll still pay for your flights, but you can't come back here and play. Oh, okay. So at least you get you were able to yeah. come home, but you couldn't yeah. continue the shows. And then over that a, sucks. Over that whole kind of I thought of you said this was a good story. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it gets better. <laughs> it gets better. <laughs> over that uh, Friday night and into the early morning, our mate who our mate Marty who kinda of organized the whole thing was on the phone ringing around and then got us got us a gig at the I don't think it was a last chance because that's Shane's inspiration. No, yeah, it was a big... Oh, what was it called? It was the Outback. The yeah. Outback Hotel. The Outback Hotel. Sorry, the yeah. Outback Hotel. Outback Hotel. So we got a last minute Saturday there, which which was way better than the playing at the Finnegan. Mm-hmm. And then at the Outback show, a bloke came up and go, you guys still around tomorrow? Warren. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. He goes, you want, you want to play at a Speedway? <laughs> Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. And then we... I don't think we slept. And then we went up the speedway. Didn't Not knowing what to expect. But it turns out this bloke just runs the speedway. And the, and the event wasn't on. He just got a bunch of his mates and a flatbed truck. <laughs> and said, <laughs> play. Set up a stage. And it was like 15 people on them. Fold out amazing. Chairs. No, it was amazing. But it it was, would have been fun though. It was hey. the best. So yes. <laughs> you just like, you know what, and we don't a have a show. it was a billion degrees. It was a billion degrees. billion and one, actually, I think it was. That's sick, man. Yeah. Yeah. Serendipitous? Yeah, very serendipitous. Because obviously everything fell through. Yeah. And then to have one gig lead to another gig. Yeah. Whether or not it was the most, um, you know, organized, it still was a fantastic night. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we had a great time. That's sick. And like just, you know, spending the whole the whole time... We're just like friends of ours as well that we haven't seen for a while. Yeah. And, you know, bless them. And it's just great. Yeah, man. Just great. One of my other favourite shows is, which kind of ties in a whole, this whole launch coming up is kind of three years in the making. Mm-hmm. Because three years ago, we decided it was time to record an album. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't want to, we didn't have the money to record an album. And we had a, we had a couple of cracks at government grants and that kind of thing. Yeah. No one was giving us giving us a chop out. And then we didn't want to do the whole online 
crowdfunding thing. Mm-hmm. So we decided we'll put on a show down in Rye, down the peninsula. Yes. Because people love rock and roll down there. And yeah. And fuck all happens. So we spent six months getting permits and putting on a small festival in in an old community hall down there. Right. And uh, yeah, over over 300 people were going to cram this hall, which shouldn't have been that many people in there. Yes. Weren't, weren't meant to, but... You made it happen. Made it happen, and that funded the album, and it was just the most crazy. It was, it was very... So Stressful. Freaking stress <laughs> and effort for one show, but it funded the album. It funded the album. And we did it. Wow. And, uh, you know, the next day, I hope, I hope the bloody morning, Mornington Peninsula Council isn't listening to this, but we were... <laughs> Jim was blow-drying uh, toilet walls after they'd been plastered up. With, uh, mm. Lots of... Uh, oh, a lot of damages and stuff. Yeah. Mm. Mm. This oh, is after man. a few hours of running around trying to find the keys. Oh, my God. <laughs> to the hall. To the hall. Just to the hall, even. Don't oh, do that. Oh, no. Because someone lost my VT keys. Jeez. Yeah, that's right. But uh, but it all worked out well in the end. But love, well, that's, love. that's incredible. You've so that's sorted what we've out a way to... Yeah, yeah. And now it? It, it means that, um, you know, something that you guys put your heart and soul into... You actually get to put down on record. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. Because um, that's the thing, man. Like, so many bands rehearse and play gigs, and they've got a catalogue of tunes, but um, if they're not, you know, getting good coin for their gigs, or they're, you know, maybe not the headliner, or not selling much merch, or whatever, and not doing very much frequency of gigs, the kitty can be pretty, pretty low. Pretty low. For a long time, especially if you're putting, you know, <clears throat> your own money into it and stuff like that. It's not cheap to do anything either. No, no, no. You know, if you want to sound half decent. Yeah. And like, I don't know. I always have this thing where it's like, you want to have the romance of recording. Yeah. Like you want to, you know, you want to enjoy it. You want to take your time. You want to sort of get out of your comfort zone. Yeah. You know, I think it's, it's, you know, it's, it's fantastic if band, you know, that, that bands can do it quickly, especially in like with modern technology with recording and stuff like that. Bands yeah. can go and do it live and stuff. But like, I think, for what we wanted to do, it was more about, you know, making it a bit like a, a big, big piece, you know, yeah, like throwing yeah. in horns and keys and putting in 47 guitars playing the same note. <laughs> yeah, you know, like, <laughs> because you can't that, do that live. So you can't why not do, that do live? it on the, on the album? Yeah. 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 But exactly. It wasn't, it wasn't, you know, adding things like, what can we do? And, Put it in no, 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 no. Like, there was no. songs I refused to record unless they had yeah. the horn lines that I'd always hoped for and stuff like that. That kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like, like, it was all planned out. Like, we didn't... Yeah. yeah. Which is like, it was all a pre-pro. Like, where did you do your pre-pro? Like, just in, like, uh, on, your, on the iPhone or... 1B. Studio <laughs> 1B. <laughs> Studio 1B, baby. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. God bless you, Dave. Dave Warner, you motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Gotta get him on the art of touring. Yes. He He's just the stalwart, isn't he? Uh, uh, you get, you'll have to have legend. a three-hour episode, though. If you yeah, dude, he loves, loves a chat. Loves a chat. chat. Loves a chat. You know, if you're leaving or arriving, you've got to have about a 20-minute buffer <laughs> yeah. to talk to Dave. And I mean, his chats are good as well, though. 
so great. Yeah. You packed your gear, you're ready to go, and you're like, all right, yeah. let's go chat to Davo. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just set aside a bit of time. Yeah. God, it's, God love him. And I think it's just so great what he does there. You know, he doesn't take advantage of the musos. He's always no. just about no, the love. And, you know, he's, um, he loves it the most. He loves it the most. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so shout out to Davo. Um, oh, so you did the pre-pro there. Which yeah. is an amazing experience. Because we've, yeah, we've, we've never done pre-pro before. Yeah. Yeah. And we just, Christ, it helps. <laughs> he pushed us to going to get everything down to a T, documented. Everything Yes. Else, all experimenting was out of the way when we did there, when we're not spending a heap of money. Exactly, yeah. And by the time we got into spending the money on the studio, it was bang, 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 like a yeah. well-oiled machine. Mm. And where did you end up doing the actual recording? It was out the back of Crosstown. Crosstown? Crosstown's rehearsal studios in Preston. Oh. Huh. They've got this amazing Lovely big room. Back. Yeah. Beautiful Lovely room big out wooden there. room out the back. Big old Neve. Yep. Oh, really? Mm. I haven't heard of it before. Yeah. Crosstown Sound Studios. Yeah, it's lovely. Cool. Yeah. Nice. And um, who um, who was the uh, the producer? Who was the recording engineer on the album? The mighty Cam Trewin. Cam Trewin. Trewin. He pulled yeah. all the sounds that you'll hear on Saturday night. Such Always sounds. Does. Yeah, yeah. Such amazing sounds. Wow. We, where did we meet Cam? We met him at the ESPY. He met the ESPY, yeah. The in the very early days and handed me a card to Woodstock Studios where he worked at the time. Oh, Woodstock, yeah. yeah I've mm. never heard of that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you ever want to record, give me a call. Give we me did. a buzz. And that was our first VP. And it was ever since we just always wanted to record. But it's not broken, don't fix it kind yeah. of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nice, nice. And, um, and uh, so... Before we get on to Saturday night, I did want to ask you about, you know, some, some wild stories from the road. Have you guys got any stories you think you could share, you know, out of tearing listeners might get a bit of a chuckle out of? What do you got, Tom? What, what do you got? <laughs> what do you got? What do you got? That, you, that you'd feel comfortable sharing, you oh, there's know? Not, there's nothing Has anyone got their, their penis oh. out on stage? No, no, no. We don't no, do penis no. jokes. <laughs> like, no, we're... Um, we're, You're no. good boys. Yeah, good boys. We're, look, we're sometimes drunk and obnoxious and right. sometimes <laughs> say dumb things. Right, right. But the Western um, Australia stuff was one of my favourite yarns. Mm. And, um, Some of the stuff in Brisbane was good. What happened up in Brisbane? With Cowboy, <laughs> Cowboy Bob. Oh, yes. <laughs> Cowboy Bob Orton, yeah, yeah, yeah. the wrestler, Randy oh. Orton's dad. <laughs> I thought you knew him for a second. <laughs> like, no. No. Uh, no. Cowboy Bo- There's an actual person called Cowboy Bob up in mm. Brisbane. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's a great dude. He's a booker. Yeah. He's a booker? Yes. Oh, wow. He's a literal cowboy. Oh, cool. He's not a literal cowboy. But he wears the hat. He wears a hat. Yeah. <laughs> cowboy hat. Wait, why is he called Cowboy Bob? <laughs> he doesn't have a cowboy think, hat. Oh, we've had a great history of shows getting pulled on the road. Really? Mm. Just happens. Uh, yeah, but it ends up in funner stuff. Like the, the time Cowboy booked us for one of the first times we went to Brisbane, we played a rock and roll barbecue. Yes, it was an awesome thing that Bob put on Sunday Arvos, rock yeah. and roll bands. Cool venues, like oh. just like great venues. Yes, on a Saturday after, or Sunday afternoon, and just like just rock and roll bands, good yeah. like drink through sort of sessions. Oh, nice! And he kind of call, yeah called us up pretty late on the Sunday. Kind of oh sorry, forgot to tell you. Um, yeah, show's not on this other. Like, oh, 
Come around here. It's been raining. Right. It was raining very heavily. <laughs> right. Okay. It was flooded. Okay. But come around anyway. Come around here, mate. It's pineapple burgers and. and uh, <laughs> Bob, do you have any. <laughs> Bob, do you know anyone that sells weed? Yeah, I can probably sort you out. He sort you out, yeah, yeah. Never seen a bag of weed that big in my entire life. Really? <laughs> it was a very, very big bag. It was like that scene in Harold and Kumar. Um, it wasn't Go to White Castle. It was the second one. Harold and Kumar Escape from Guantanamo yeah. Bay. Where they have that, that dream sequence with Kumar. And this massive Yeah, he's like bag the of weed. And he's like fucking it and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you seen That's how you make Coffee, bitch. <laughs> yes, yes, you've seen it. Yeah. You call this coffee? <laughs> yeah, it was Fantastic. like that. We, oh, uh, gosh. We had to hitchhike to an island once to get to oh, really? a show we were booked for. I got attacked by a wild boar that night. Yeah. Well, here we go. There's yeah, some yeah. great <laughs> stories. All right, let's hear the boar story. Well, yeah, we had to play a show on French Island. Mm-hmm. You know, in an old prison In the old Like we, we, Oh they stayed in an old prison stayed in the old prison That's that's phenomenal I don't know if we should Because I don't want to be Stitch anybody stitch up Stitch anyone up with the we didn't really, Nothing happened that was Bad oh, except for the boar attack No but the whole <laughs> I don't want to Be paying out someone's Organisation skills of a, oh, Okay so something went uh, wrong Whatever Oh yeah Anyway Yeah 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 <laughs> Well at least you haven't yet <laughs> No <laughs> That's going to be the whole story. Though. Oh, really? <laughs> no, no, we, we had to play this festival and, and you know, the, the, be here at this time, you get picked up by a ferry. Yeah. That, by the time we got there, the ferry had cracked the shits with all the bands and all the gear and all the... We weren't taking any bands anymore. So. And we take our time with things, especially packing down things. Right. So our local fisherman was like, what are, what are you bikes doing? We're meant to be playing on French Island. Oh, I'll take you across if you like. Yeah, give, me, <gasps> give me 50 bucks. Yes. So we hitchhiked to an island. On, On a, a boat. boat. <laughs> On a boat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. And then we, uh, we got there. We played it. Uh, no, I think we had to spend a day. We were there kind of for a day and a half prior to playing. And um, we just ended up having to do odd jobs to get beers like we drank for our ride along before playing and then very like, quickly oh man we were told there was going to be beers so we drank them generally the most thing I'm prepared for is beers in any situation and I've got yeah you know ridiculous setups for taking beer to anywhere but it didn't at this stage in my younger years and we're on and we're on an island yeah. as well <laughs> with no bottle oh yeah yeah so it's, it's there's no BYO it's, it's pretty much uh, whatever's there is what you're going to be getting yes Yes. Even prior to playing, we're running around and uh, fucking moving things and picking up rubbish to earn a, a, a beer from the bar here and there. Wow. And then we get to our time we're playing and we're also starving. <laughs> they were going to feed us. They, we've got a meal, they said. <laughs> They'll feed us. Yes. Like, but they made the meal while we were playing. Okay. So then they brought the meal out to us while we are on stage. Okay. Put it on the front of stage while we're playing. So everyone in the crowd ate it. (laughs) No. Oh, my God. Mm. It's good. They got free food. They got free food, yeah. It was good food. It was good, yeah. Mm. I mean, mean, it's not like you could just stop the gig. (laughs) Sorry, everyone. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa. 
We need that's to have t- our dindins. Time out. We waited for about six hours to get home on a on on the jetty on the Sunday, like freezing cold, foggy, gusts. Yeah, and uh, I don't know. I think that I think I don't know what the go was, but um, we did. We waited there for about six hours till we got home, and then yeah, and then we and then we didn't get paid. Oh no. That I, sucks, man. I hope I didn't say who it was at the start. No, no, you never said anything about no, that. We, we, didn't, we didn't hold any hard feelings. It just, no. It's not like you didn't pay somebody. Yeah, we, we paid. paid yeah, we paid the guy got <laughs> stitched up. So I wouldn't yeah, worry true. about burning any bridges. Um, far weekend. out. And where does the boar attack fit into all of this? I got attacked by... <laughs> at, some <laughs> point, at some point during the... So somehow, even with all these problems, yes. I got really drunk. Right. And just fell over a fence. On French Island? Yeah, and told everyone that a boar attacked me just to save my shame. Oh, so there was no There was board. no boar. Uh, <laughs> I think we ate the boar. You were meant to go through with that story. Yeah, I know, but I never really thought the story through. <laughs> you just got drunk and fell over a fence. Barbed wire yeah. fence. Oh, barbed wire yeah, fence. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I was ripped apart. Like I got, my arm was a bit ripped up. Oh. Not like bad. But still enough to go, oh, what happened to you, mate? Yeah. A oh, boar attacked me. A boar attacked <laughs> a me. A wild one. Obviously. They're all over French Island. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fantastic. Another one's Tasmania. We played a festival where they're like, all right, we can't pay you so much, mm. but we'll fly you over, give you accommodation, give you booze, fly back. Sounds great. Sounds great. But we were there for three days in the end, or two days. Uh, and you still have to start paying for your own accommodation. No, 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 no. They, they paid for the accommodation. It oh, was that's a, not too bad. It then. was a tent, but it was like there was no shade or anything like that. Oh. It was a long festival. Yeah. And then... Shade? No, there was no shade. Hmm? That's right. Like it was hot. We're, we're, we're from regional Victoria. Yeah, but we have shade in regional Victoria. <laughs> from the mighty Murray where the oh, trees yeah. grow, bub. Yes. And then Tom rang a member of his family who rang a, like another member. Yeah. Who rang another member who rang another member and found out that he has a cousin in Tasmania. Ah. They came and picked us up and never met them before. Never met them before. But they, they were a family. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> they were. They gave us a lovely roast in one of the oldest houses in Tassie. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh. A year old yeah. Farmhouse. Beautiful. Oh, That's sick, tone. man. That I remember I did a show down in, in Tassie, the one show I've done in Tassie. I was playing at the, the bar and we just, I think we'd done a sound check. The first band was playing. My cousin Steve just rolls up in the pub. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, Stevie, <laughs> what the fuck are you doing here? It's like, I, I saw you were playing in Tassie and it was, it, I, I was going to be here anyway. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm like, but you know, I'm, he's he's like he loves you know riding motorcycles and stuff. Like he was on a motorcycle tour with with these other lads who oh, yeah, ride around. You know, um, so he got the motorbike on the Spirit of Tasmania, came over, and they were doing like a motorbike tour of Tassie and then going back. Awesome. And so they were staying at like a place like two hours away away from where we were playing. And he's like, boys, let's let's go for a ride. We'll go see my my cousin. They're like. No fucking way. Yeah. And so he's like, well, I'm going. And so he jumped on his bike and came. He was hoping yeah, he was going to bring all of them down yeah, yeah. and really surprise us. But it was just him. But it was amazing. I was like, I hardly ever see him in Melbourne, let yeah, alone yeah. in Tassie. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So it's always good when you, when you see someone out, yeah. of, out of place. 
Oh, boys. Um, so before we finish up, um, I would like to ask, you've brought the album with you. And traditionally on The Art of Touring, um, we actually play a little snippet of audio before um, the uh, the the interview starts so people kind of get an idea of who they'll be listening to you know um, in their earbuds um, yes. for the next hour or so Come so of all these tracks which one would you would you like us to preview on the art of touring oh are there any names that stick out to you to me yes oh um, like picking a horse I like the sound of um, the devil's tongue yeah Yes, that's got that's the one with the Mike Foxel clip. Yeah, that is the one with the Mike Foxel clip. Now, how did we get onto that Mike Foxel clip? Before? Oh, I was um, just talking about your clips. Yeah, just talking about clips. Yes. Yeah, I asked you about them and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and then I think we said. <laughs> <laughs> It was pretty in depth. I'm like, have you guys done video clips yeah. before? Yeah, yeah, we've done stuff with Mike Fox. Oh, yeah, I know him. Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty in depth. Oh, brilliant. Okay, so we will have heard a little bit of the devil's tongue previous yeah. to this um, this interview. And now I'll give you a little bit of a chance um, to, yeah, to spruik your wares um, mm. and tell us all about the show on Saturday night. This is the ultimate. Ultimate. In Sheriff Shindiggery. Shindiggery. Yes. I could, I could recite you a poem about it, actually. Shocking. <laughs> Shocking that you've got a no, poem. No, it hasn't been used yet. It was written for a, a promo video that was meant to be out weeks ago. No, I don't, I don't have to, buddy. Do the poem, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> have you got it? Have you got it locked Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, no, I've got it right here. Yeah, just check out my book. Yeah, yeah, page 37. <laughs> <laughs> so the Art of Touring listeners can really whet their appetite for what's going to go down at um, the uh, the Thornbury Theatre on Saturday night, uh, June the 3rd, 15th. 14th. 14th, thank you very much. Gather round me, one and all, for I have news to tell. It'll echo through the ages and off the walls of old hotels. There's an aroma in the air, and as I swiftly take a whiff, I can tell there's something big and brewing down there at Camp Sheriff. It was near on ten years in the past when three mates by chance did meet. A doorman at a pub and two drongos in the street. A wacko musical outfit was formed who conjured through electric shock the birth of southern psychedelic horror blues rock. They played biker shows and mining towns, in sheds and bowling clubs, at festivals and parties, on backs of trucks and pubs, concert after concert, wild and unpredictable. Good terms, good times were sure to be had if you brought Sheriff to the table. And after a few old small releases, the time had well past come for the band to meet the people's demands and release a bloody album. Murmurs, rumours, whispers, scuttlebutt, some would say. I'll believe it when I see it. That'll be the day. Some gave up on waiting, fearing the day would never come. But the arrival of an album was as sure as a setting sun. Wait no longer, my weary friends. Fret no more, you will. 
The album has arrived for your dreams to fulfill. Ten solid tracks of glory, of blood and sweat and tears. Tales of joy and horror and 40,000 beers. (laughs) So when the sun rises high and hot, or the winds of winter chill your bones, if the state of the world is getting you down and you're speaking in moans and groans, Tell all your friends to stamp their feet to the sound of the marching drum. It's time. Prepare yourselves for Sheriff the Album. Oh, my God. Yes, Tom. What? Gold. How could we not have had a promo video with that? It's fantastic, <laughs> oh, yeah. mate. It didn't come about. It didn't come Man. about. <laughs> you can't always... Plans always don't always come together, but at least we've got to hear it on the Art of Touring. Mm. And yes. that, that was quite a treat, man. Thank you. But, oh, my uh, gosh. But seriously, this album... I mean, this, uh, this, this album and this show is so fucking many years in the making. Mm. And, yeah, man. Uh, it's a cool thing. A lot of blood, sweat and tears went into it. Yeah. More tears than blood and sweat, but it was good. Yeah, man. Very excited to do it. Eleven piece ensemble, Thornbury Theatre. It's gonna be. It's gonna be a show. It's not cheap beer. Cheap beer. Cheap oh yeah, beer. Thunder Road. Our our, our, our favourite brewery, Thunder Road, have come to the table. Oh, wonderful. They'll yeah, be cheap beer. Much like they did at that show we played together back at the Gas Summer Hotel. Back at the Gas. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's gonna be a, an event, a proper night at the theatre. Yes, it's full of surprises. Full of surprises, and it's it's uh, it's just you guys, or you have some support acts as well. No, we've got Copperhead Brass Band. Copperhead Brass Band. Yep, mm-hmm. and Neptune Power Federation. Mike Fox oh, will be there, Mike. Mike, the oh, Mike Fox will in be person. in person for the Art of Touring episode with Sheriff Mike Foxall. Oh my god. <laughs> That is fantastic, boys. Wow. Well, we've certainly come full circle there. Great way to end. Um, do get your tickets. Uh, do go down and, uh, you know, uh, support Sheriff for their debut album this Saturday, the 14th of Friday, June. Friday. Oh, Friday, sorry. Uh, that's right. This Friday, the 14th of June. That's right. Um, at the Thornbury Theatre. And... Um, the album obviously will be on sale on the night. Yes. And uh, I've got a copy in my hot little hands. And, and kids, if uh, if you are one of those uh, characters that like to listen to albums on your phone as well as on the, the compact disc, it looks like here you also receive a digital download. Digital oh, yes. download card. Digital download card. Listen to it any way that you want. It's 2019 in a rock band. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, boys, we will leave it there. Thank you so much, Tom. Thank you. Tom! (laughs) Now you... (laughs) And Jim. Thank you, Jim. Oh, that's right. Thank you. There he is on the bass and Tom on the vocals. Um, and and this album, this this album, uh, you know, very very much um, uh, uh, sought after a uh, little piece. I'm very very grateful that you brought me in, in a copy to, to have a listen to. Hope you and like it. I will. I'm, I'm sure I'll enjoy it very much. And and the guys um, and girls out there in in uh, art of touring world, um, you will have heard that that little snippet of. Um, uh, the Devil's Tongue um, as, as well. So a little bit of a preview for what you can hear on, sa- on Friday, 
Nice. Nice, nice. Thanks, <laughs> Thank Jim. You. Thanks very much Thank for having you. us. Yeah. Thanks, Tom. <laughs> we better go see if the puppy's pissed all over Ooh. my house. <laughs> wow. Forgot about that. I'm it'll sure it'll be, be fine. It'll be poo by now. There we go. <laughs> we'll see you on the road. See you, boys. <laughs> Ciao. And that's a wrap, Sizzlers. Episode 60, all done and dusted, in the bag, finished, completed. Finito. <laughs> Thanks for listening. If you liked this episode, give the podcast a share on social media. Use the hashtag Art of Touring Podcast on Instagram and give us a follow at Art of Touring Podcast. If you are a first-time listener to the show, um, I'd love it if you'd came back every week or even dive into the archives and listen to the previous episodes. There's 60 episodes to choose from. I've had up-and-comers. I've had veterans of the scene. I've had wrestlers, performers, DJs, uh, you name it. Uh, almost I've had it on the show so please um, you know uh, yeah check them out they're all there for free to download so why not you know get get, get into it Uh, if you'd like to get in contact with me please email me directly at artofdouringpodcast at gmail.com maybe you'd like to come on the show if you are a touring musician or a performer or a wrestler hit me up Uh, or send me a message on Instagram at artofdouringpodcast You can listen to Art of Touring on Wooshka and you can download it on iTunes and Google uh, Podcasts and uh, Spotify. If you have enjoyed this episode, please take a moment to give the podcast a rating within that app that you do listen to it um, on your phone or device or whatever, however you listen to it, and write a little review, something like, man, Art of Touring, how good's that? Sis Dog's got the skills on the mic. Get around it. Listen to it every week. That kind of stuff. You know, that'd be great. Five stars. Now let's get into some plugs. This Saturday, 15th of June, I'll be back at the Black Swan in Point Cook. So if you'd like to come down for a a palmer or a a, a steak or a steak pot pie or some fantastic cuisine and drinks, then uh, and listen to me play some covers, then come on down. I'll be there from 7 o'clock. Until 10, 10.30, whatever. Come and have a drink with me. Come and have a have a listen to some uh, classic covers. I'll be there. The outro music uh, for The Art of Touring is a song called Start a Fire by The Pass Outs, which is available to stream on Spotify or download on iTunes. You can grab the whole debut album by The Pass Outs on all digital platforms. And if you'd like to grab a physical copy on either CD or glorious coloured vinyl or regular coloured vinyl, uh, you can go to The Pass Outs Band, Uh, .bandcamp.com where you can get all your merchandise needs including uh, t-shirts, stickers, posters and even skateboards. That's all from me this week. Before I go, I do have a few shout-outs. Shout out to Chris Wall who designed the artwork for the show. You can follow him on Instagram at Mr. Wall spelt W-A-H-L. Big, 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 big thanks to my guests this week, Sheriff. Uh, Be sure to check out their new album and head down to their album Album launch this Friday uh, at the Thornbury Theatre, um, and uh, give the lads a follow on their social platforms. Yeah, do it. You'd be good at it. That's all from me this week. Thanks again for listening. Tune in next time for another episode of the Art of Touring with the Sis Dog. Oh wow! Woo!
Remember, this week's podcast was brought to you by the Human Fund. Money for people. Yeah, so... Um, yeah, no, so it's, it's full of stuff in here. Like, obviously, everything has a story, but the, the most recent kind of additions is the, the Masters of the Universe stuff on top yeah. of those two cabinets there. Uh, and they're all ones from, from my childhood. Yeah, awesome. I went over to my mum's place and um, I was like, do we still have that He-Man stuff? Yeah. yeah. She's like, yeah, yeah, it's in a box in the, you know, the spare room. <laughs> Where is it? Where is it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>